Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and today it's a solo episode. We are going to be talking about the top 10 resources that have changed my life, aka probably 11 or 12, because you guys know I can never stick to a specified list. I was inspired to record this episode for a couple different reasons. One, I felt like it was time to reintroduce myself. I have been podcasting for six years. Some of you are brand new here. Some of you have been here since the get-go, and I hope that this episode is valuable to everyone and will give you some insight into what this podcast is all about. We get deep. We are spiritual. We talk about topics that a lot of other people don't necessarily touch on. We talk about everything from astrology to aliens, brain scans to plant medicine, and this list is an approachable list. Don't worry. So if you're ready to take it deep, amazing. And if you're starting from the beginning with your healing journey or your spiritual journey, I think this is still a very accessible place to begin. We will talk about some of my favorite books, some of my most frequently asked questions, podcasts that I love and listen to, and of course, practices and tools that have changed my life. And this is not a surface level conversation. So on the Balance Wand podcast, you will never find surface level. We like to go beneath the surface. I really don't think anything in life is worth staying on the surface for. If I'm going to spend my time talking about it and talking to you guys about it and sharing it, then it's going to be deep and it's going to be interesting. And if you feel the same way about interactions in your life, then you're in the right place. So let's dive right on in and start with number one. Number one is meditation. But not just any type of meditation. I do a very specific kind of meditation, which is Joe Dispenza meditations. I've talked a lot about this recently on the show, and you guys have been begging to hear more. So Joe Dispenza, he piqued my interest when I first began my healing journey, when I was diagnosed with Lyme in 2018. And I kept hearing about this guy who rewired his brain, who wrote the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and another book called Becoming Supernatural, I was very enticed by these titles. I was at the stage in my life where I felt like I 
need to break the habit of being myself. I need to make changes and I need to get real with myself because what I'm doing is not necessarily working in my healing and it's not doing me any major favors. So I got into Joe Dispenza. I started reading his books and I got slowly but surely into his meditations. And in the beginning, I would say it was a slow roll. I was always really drawn to his style of meditating because I love the concept of change your energy, change your life. He coined that phrase. You probably hear me and other people using it all the time. And it just felt tangible. He has you sit there in meditation and envision the space around your body until you eventually become no place, nowhere, no thing, and no time. And these are all his words that I'm quoting. And you go into, if you're lucky, this place of outer space, the ethers, where you can disconnect from your problems. And meditation, I always tell people, is not necessarily your problems go away and you don't think about them for 30 minutes or 25 minutes or whatever it is. The problems might float on by, but you're not attaching yourself to them. So I think meditation is detachment and being able to detach from the anxieties and the fears and the negative thought loops that are constantly on a roll in our heads. So like I said, Joe Dispenza meditations was a slow roll for me. I would do them here and there. I would read the success stories in his book of people who could walk again, who weren't able to walk, who healed themselves from chronic illness or eczema or these skin conditions like I have. And I always knew if I could find the discipline and the devotion and the commitment within me to do this every day, my life would absolutely change and skyrocket because I got the concepts. I got change your energy, change your life, break the habit of being yourself. And I would have these incredible experiences in the meditations where I would connect to the divine. As he says in the meditation, connect to the divine and then bring that into your life. So I think that's the other goal of meditation in general is When you connect to that divine moment outside of yourself and you disconnect from your pain and you feel inspired and you feel like you can take on the day and you can handle such a bigger bandwidth for all the fears and anxieties that plague you on a daily basis, the goal is to not just feel that way in meditation, but to be able to bring that back into your life. So when I finally started doing these meditations on a daily basis, that is when I started to see my life change. And that's when I finally had the discipline that I had been dreaming of my entire life. This is still new to me and this has radically changed my life. And honestly, that's the inspiration for this episode. How much the discipline in my life at this stage in the game is changing everything for me. And I have resisted discipline and structure for my entire life. This is just my personality. It's the way that I am. But I've always been told by therapists and mediums and healers alike some structure would do you well. You need a little bit of structure and I resist it and I resist it. But now that I've been implementing that structure, starting with my 25 minute meditation in the morning and my 25 minute meditation at night, that is so much structure. It's enough structure for me to set up the rest of my day around what comes through to me in these meditations. And you guys, crazy things have been happening. Psychic awakening moments. My entire book that I've been working on has been written in my head during these meditations. I have connected with ancestors, people who have passed on this psychic gift that I have. It just sits there if I don't hone in on it and if I don't commit to my spiritual practices and my tools. So I love meditation because it's a spiritual practice and it's a practical tool for anyone who wants to start implementing that kind of thing into their life. 
who's maybe afraid of the more out there kind of stuff, meditation is not out there. Every CEO, every top performer, high achiever in this world is meditating. I promise you, that's a common thread. And everybody asks me, ever since Kenzie and I talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago, Kenzie Burke, where can you listen to the Joe Dispenza meditations? I have a blog post on thebalancewand.com called the top five resources that have changed my life. And I linked the specific meditations that I do on Spotify and YouTube. And I believe he also still sells them on his website if you wanted to buy some, support him. Obviously, all of this is very unsponsored, but we are manifesting Joe Dispenza on the podcast. So tell him he needs to come on. It would be so epic. And I would represent TBB community in full to ask him everything that we want to know from him. So that's that. And I'm also working on my own meditation series for you guys, which is pretty exciting because I am not passionate about meditation. Our next partner is something that I genuinely use every single day, which is AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted more energy, a more optimized immune system. And honestly, I wanted to see what all the hype was about. And now I can officially say it. It's amazing. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I love it. And I also love that it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it works for you. It is cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So there's incredible ingredients in it. It's a greens powder and it's so yummy. And if you bought all that on your own, you'd be standing over your blender all day. They have over 7,000 five-star reviews online. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash blonde. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash blonde to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. So now let's get on to number two, astrology. You could have guessed it. There are memes on the internet that I feel are made about me because I need to know someone's astrology when I meet them. I am deeply into my own birth chart. And when I got sick with Lyme and started to heal, astrology was a really big focal point in my life for a lot of different reasons. One, 
because it's so healing to know that our life is truly written about in the stars. So my belief is that before we come into these bodies, we choose a set of circumstances that are going to color our life. And of course, we still have free will. And that's another reason why I love astrology, because free will is something that we can work with so much better when we know how unique we are and how different we are. And when I learned my astrology chart, that's when I could really stop comparing myself from the people around me. As they say, comparison is a thief of joy. And I know how true that is. And when I learned that I'm a Libra sun, Aquarius rising, Aquarius north node, Cancer moon with my moon in the sixth house, my Chiron in the sixth house, I started to learn. First of all, it was written in the stars for me to develop a chronic illness and then learn how to heal and teach others how to heal. My passions are all in the realm of philosophy and spirituality. I'm airy, so I like to talk about it. I like to blog about it. My whole life started to make sense. And then I could stop comparing myself to my friends who are very fiery. So they're very driven and passionate in ways that I don't necessarily work as well in, or they're very grounded and earthy. And I've never felt like I have two feet on the ground. I feel like all of my interests are in the etheric realm. I'm up in the clouds. It's harder for me to feel present in my body. Hence, number one, meditation. So I really recommend that everybody learns their birth chart, namely their sun rising and moon signs. If you can learn your sun rising and moon signs, then you are in a position to not only know yourself better, but commune with the world better, have deeper relationships, have more luck in love, have more strategy in career and business. It's everything. And I heard something on Glennon Doyle's podcast the other day. She was saying that she wasn't a fan of astrology because she felt like it was very inward and that it wasn't helping anyone except for the individual. And she's more interested in helping the world. And my argument here, and they did talk about this on her podcast, is that you can best help the world when you best know yourself. And if we're just a community of people who think that everyone is the same as them, then A, we lack compassion and B, we don't really have the richness or fullness in our relationships or in our own relationship with ourselves. And a really big cornerstone of this podcast is I want you to fall in love with yourself, fall in love with your life, know that you're so unique and so different and your life might look different than you want it to because we're always evolving and healing and getting to that next level, upgrading and ascending, as I love to say. But You don't have to compare it to anybody else's because we all have our unique special sauce and approach in this world and astrology is it. So I'm working on some fun things with astrology and I highly recommend, like I said, looking up your birth chart, looking up your partner's birth chart, your family, your friends, and I can leave a link in the show notes for some websites that I love. And honestly, just have fun with it. All of this stuff is not meant to be taken so seriously. There's also the incredible human design, gene keys, Enneagram. I love all of it. And all of it can be used as a tool to better know yourself. But the one thing I would say is don't ever use it as a means to be complacent. For example, I'm a Libra. I could say, well, because I'm a Libra, I'm very airy. I'll never have two feet on the ground. I'm super indecisive. So I can't be successful in my career or I can't make big decisions. That's not the highest and greatest good. We always want to see things from the highest version of ourselves. So my highest, most expressed version of myself as a Libra is someone who's able to harness all of those ideas and have tools and discipline in place in order to bring them to life. And if Jordan 
three years ago was listening to this, I would probably say I'm not a disciplined person. I'm not interested in the structure that this podcast is talking about. But I can tell you for me, it has been such a game changer. So let's get into number three. This is a book and this is my favorite book. Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. This book also came into my life in 2018. You're probably starting to see a theme here. And it spoke to me. In fact, I would go as far to say this book saved my life and kept me alive at a time when I didn't know if I could go on. I was in so much pain and I couldn't see a future for my life with this level and degree of pain that I was in. Chronic illness is a real beast. It's something I don't wish upon my worst enemy. However, when you're living it and you get to see how much it calls you to step up and evolve in your life in order to simply survive and then learn how to thrive after you can get the survival part down, then I've been able to see how this has been a game changer that I'm thankful for because it it has created me. It has forged me into the person that I am and the mom that I am and the wife that I am. So reading Louise Hay's books, all of them, but You Can Heal Your Life is the one that we're focusing on today has been the biggest game changer for me. So the interesting thing is You Can Heal Your Life is actually rooted in Christian science. Louise Hay found Christian science when she was a young girl. She moved to New York City and she just found herself there almost by happenstance. You could call it a miracle. You could call it meant to be divine intervention or a simple coincidence. But she started learning about the Church of Christian Science. And in Christian Science, there is a belief that everything that happens to us is a miracle and that we have the power within us to heal through the power of the mind. And of course, that can be taken in an extreme way. But what I love about it is it brings the power back to us. And it's what so many of the modern day doctors and healers are saying, but in a very spiritual and outer worldly sense. And something that I want you guys to know is that I've been channeling Louise Hay with my mentor, Nikki, for the book that I've been working on for the last couple of years. And she is a fiery one up there. And she is one of my ultimate teachers, ultimate mentors, both in her books, in her talks, and from the other side. So the book is full of incredible mantras and stories, personal stories, her own teachings. And it really gets you to look at what's happening in your life. How's your health? What do you do for a living? Do you like your work? How are your finances? How is your love life? How did your last relationship end? What was your childhood like? And it gets you to see how that is all connected with mindset, the power of the mind, and the ability to heal. She's the one who really taught me through her books to not claim my illness as my own. And I just did it again. I said my illness. So it's hard to speak this way, but she really breaks it down. For example, she doesn't use the word disease. She uses the word dis-ease because your body is in a state of dis-ease when you're ill and you're not feeling well. So I have learned to say I have suffered from Lyme in my life or Lyme was something that I was dealing with or am dealing with for a period of time. It's an entity of its own and I'm an entity of my own. And it just really gives you the power back to change your life. It is the power of the mind. Change your energy, change your life. She had a rough life. She had a rough childhood and she found a way to make the best of all of it. And I really feel like those of us who can rise above the circumstances we've been dealt in this life and see things from a zoomed out point of view and not necessarily place 
bad or good on any certain situation, even though in our human minds, in our human bodies, it can feel really, really awful or it can feel really, really good. We can zoom out and we can find forgiveness and joy and love and purpose and meaning. She was able to do that and her books really brought that to the forefront in my life. She also has a really interesting book that details all of the different diseases and ailments and talks about what emotion they're linked to. And that was another game changer for me. And you can use it like a little key. You can be like, oh, I have eczema. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm dealing with resentment, for example. And you don't have to necessarily ascribe to all of these beliefs to get the healing from them. I personally do ascribe to all of these beliefs. It resonates with me deeply, but you can just get the gist of it and find the healing nonetheless and all the same. So highly recommend. That's my top read book and I bring it with me everywhere. Number four is a specific type of therapy that I got very into in my years in therapy, which is NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So you've probably heard about it. It's definitely having a moment when I first became involved with NLP and the work of the mind and really harnessing our mindset. This was not a popular technique. In fact, my therapist way back when told me this is going to be like your personal arsenal, not like a secret, but like you don't need to tell people what you're doing. This is going to shift your life and make waves that will ripple outward. And I really started doing these techniques and they did start to change my life. And this is way back when. And this is one of the reasons that I got so into spirituality and living a life with the power of the mind in mind. No pun intended. Uh Uh-huh. So NLP, to tell you a little bit about it, what it does is it looks at the way that our brains interpret the signals that they receive and how those interpretations affect everything we do. So it does this through language, which is the linguistic part of NLP. It examines how our brains process information, and it helps us look at our thoughts, emotions, and feelings as things that are actually in our control rather than things that passively happen to us. So they know now that we have, what, 70,000 thoughts a day at least. And I think it's something like 85% of those thoughts are repetitious, so on a loop. And if we can control what we're thinking, wouldn't we rather want to feed our brains and our bodies with positivity and optimism, or at least something neutral and enjoyable rather than negative thought loops. So at the core, NLP is really about we can change the way we think, the way we feel, and the way we behave by changing what we focus on. So where focus goes, energy flows. That is the mantra of my life right now. And I'm not focusing on negativity at the moment, although it's really hard to do. Like, I'm not saying that changing the way that we've been conditioned to live is easy, but when you're devoted to living this way, I can attest, it will open you up. It will change your life, you guys. Like, I just have to speak from the heart for a second and tell you, it will change you so much. When I think of the person that I was down and out, even like a year ago, just so unhappy, so lost. I had great things in my life. Yes, I was pregnant. I'm married. I have a lot of love in my life. I was lost because I was disconnected from the purpose of my soul. And doing these techniques, and like I said, they've been in my life for a long time, but I've been devoted to them again for the last handful of months has enabled me to make waves and changes in my life. It's why I've made changes with the podcast and I'm with a media company now and it's been incredible for my brand. It's why I'm writing the books that I've been talking about for years. I'm 
journaling every day again. I'm meditating every day. I'm doing yoga. I'm focusing on movement. My diet has never been more on point as it has been in the last three weeks alone, which we will get into. And a lot of this has to do with this NLP work. And it can be done in meditation. It can be done through reading, journaling. But I just wanted to tell you exactly about NLP. You guys know how I feel about knowledge is power, especially when it comes to our bodies. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. There are not many decisions bigger than having a kid. I now know this, especially having Atticus. But for many women, fertility is a big question mark. And I have a lot of friends who are in this position. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You will get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional testing can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash blonde, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners 20% off when you go to modernfertility.com slash blonde. That means your test will cost $179 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get 20% off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash blonde, modernfertility.com slash blonde. Okay, you guys, Revel Greens is the largest greenhouse lettuce grower in North America. They are growing over 20 million pounds of lettuce annually. Revel Greens lettuce is grown using 90% less water than traditional field-grown lettuce. Revel Greens has locations in California, Minnesota, Georgia, and soon-to-be Texas, where they grow and harvest lettuce 365 days per year. All Revel Greens products are grown without the use of pesticides, herbicides, or other chemicals, Obvi, because they have to be in order to be TBB approved. I think what they're doing is so cool. And their locations make it possible for lettuce to be harvested and packaged within one day, providing consumers the freshest taste and peak nutrition. Their lettuce is grown locally, harvested daily, and delivered fresh. And they offer a full lineup of premium lettuce and greens grown in their very own greenhouses. They have premium baby leaf lettuce, which I am such a fan of. Everything from romaine to sweet butter lettuce, baby spinach, mighty spring mix, baby arugula, and more. And I love this because we're talking a little bit in this episode about my plant-based diet and recommending different ways to live healthier. And this is one of those incredible ways. So I highly recommend checking them out at Revel Greens. I am a huge fan. To learn more about Revel Greens, follow them on Instagram or visit www.revelgreens.com to find out where their products are available near you. That is R-E-V-O-L-G-R-E-E-N-S.com to find out where they are available near you. (music) 
one of my favorite NLP practices is called imagery training, also called mental rehearsal, which is the classic NLP way of visualizing. So what you can do is picture yourself down to what you're wearing, your body language, the emotions, the behaviors, feel the confidence or the joy that you want to feel within you and the energy that's around you. You can get as detailed as possible. And then try to show up as that person in your life or don't just try. The more visualization that you do, the more you will show up as that person. So I've told this story a lot of times as to where I started doing the mental rehearsal of showing up seven years ago as I was with the love of my life. So I thought about what that energy would be like, the particular bounce in my step I would have when I was with my soulmate, my partner, my twin flame, my everything. I thought about what that person would be like, how we would be together, what I would wear, the dates we would go on, the way he would make me feel. And you guys, I tell this story all the time, but within three weeks, I was with Jonathan, my now husband, and he was my friend. And I think it he had been my friend for years. And I think me stepping into this visualization technique and this way of shifting my energy and changing the energy around me made him see me differently. It made me become available energetically for the first time ever and emotionally. And this is something that I swear by. Something else that you can do in NLP is called modeling. That's something that I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing, CEOs. Tony Robbins talks a lot about this. And this is based on the law of attraction, which is later on the list. So the idea that whatever you consistently think about and focus upon is what you move toward. So in order to elevate your life, you need to surround yourself with people who have achieved the success that you want. Focus on modeling their behaviors. So you can do this by finding a mentor, joining a group, having friends that inspire you. I talk about this in my waking back up to your own soul course that I created years ago, having a vision holder, which is basically someone who embodies what you are moving toward and what you want in your life. And they can help you see just simply by knowing them how possible it is. My friend Lacey Phillips of To Be Magnetic, this is what her whole work is based around having expanders. So you should definitely look into Lacey's work if you're interested in looking into this technique. Let's get to number five. Of course, on TBB Podcast, we've got to talk about plant medicine. And this is just for me. It doesn't have to resonate with you, but I like to share everything that I've tried that has truly been a top 10 game-changing resource in my life so that you know how I've gotten to where I am and how I will get to where I'm going because I'm a forever student of all this stuff. Plant medicine has been a true game changer for me. We talk on this podcast about ketamine therapy, ayahuasca, microdosing, psilocybin, MDMA. And because I live in LA, where a lot of incredible psychedelic therapy lives and where a lot of people have experienced this kind of stuff in the circles that I run with, I forget that some of this sounds really out there to many. I was getting messages on my Instagram because we have a ketamine therapy sponsor on this podcast. And people on Instagram were asking me, how could you talk about ketamine? Ketamine's a party drug. And I just want to really bust that myth. We're talking about therapeutic doses with a facilitator or a therapist in the room, people who are trained to help you work through things, work with the medicine and integrate it into your life. So we don't talk about these plant medicines or these medicines as drugs because girl, people, I am not into drugs and I would never recommend anything to you that might not be in your highest and greatest good. That said, it's certainly not for everyone, but I'll tell you, 
psychedelics have changed my life in the best way, starting with when I did a mushroom journey with my now husband one year into dating in Joshua Tree. And I saw my past lives. I saw my soul eternally. I saw what an old soul I am, all the lifetimes that I've lived. The fact that my soul is older than my parents' soul. I met my three children, Atticus being one of them, up in the clouds. It was euphoric and it was life-changing. And my husband saw a side of me that day that he was not prepared to see and that I didn't even know existed within me. It shattered my perceptions of reality and shifted my perspective on everything in life. And I've never been the same. That was five and a half years ago. And since then, I've been called to explore different medicines. I've gone on ayahuasca retreats, which have helped me more than anything with my healing from chronic illness. And I was into this stuff. I was getting into this stuff before it became so mainstream. I mean, now you'll hear them talking about it on sports news because of Aaron Rodgers and different things like that. And on the one hand, I love it. On the other hand, I don't ever want these sacred medicines to be taken out of context or used in a way that's not sacred because these experiences are truly sacred. And if you want to learn more about this, I have episodes on every single ayahuasca journey I've been on, as well as I'm having my ketamine therapist back on the podcast soon. And if you're interested in learning more, I definitely encourage you to check out these online platforms that now offer ketamine therapy at home with a licensed clinician. Mind Bloom is one of them. You can use the code blonde for a discount. And of course, check out my blog for all of the deep dives on plant medicine. But I could not do a list like this and not talk to you about plant medicine. Number six, let's talk about the plant-based diet. So this will be different for everyone. I'm telling you what works for me. For some people, plant-based is not where it's at. And that's totally fine. I also believe in different things for different seasons of life but I've been very much in a plant-based season of life for the last many years. So this plant-based diet was the biggest game changer for me because it really helped me heal from chronic inflammation that was causing chronic pain, illness, arthritis, like very early onset, so much pain in my hands, my joints, my jaw, my neck. And when I found not just plant-based, but the SOS-free, salt, oil, sugar-free way of eating that I ate that way for many years, it was a game changer for me. So I would say on this list, I encourage you to find an anti-inflammatory way of eating that works for you. I love eating plant-based and I also love the notion of eating predominantly plant-based. So that's how my parents are. So it's like 90% plant-based, 10% everything else. Or I love the 80-20 method as well when it comes to plant-based and eating clean. And it's wild, you guys. Eating clean has gotten such a bad reputation these days. And I feel like it's because, yes, some people take it too far. But no, never has there been anything wrong with eating healthy. That has been such a passion of mine. Guys, let's talk about Shopify. I am the hugest fan of Shopify ever since I had my own storefront back in the day with TBB Apparel. Shopify was the vibe. I love the sound of that Shopify new sale sound. It makes me smile. 
It is the sound of another sale and it is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So startups, upstarts, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, when I first started blogging and podcasting, I was doing promotions for free. I thought if I got paid $30, it was the biggest deal in the world. And now this is my full-time career and it's only growing and going up. And I'm so proud of building this business because success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. And if you are a small business owner, I want this for you. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And now you can go to shopify.com slash balanced, all lowercase, to start your free trial free and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash balanced right now, shopify.com slash balanced, and you'll find that link in the show notes. That was my earliest thing. First, I said it was NLP. My very earliest thing was going vegetarian when I was 12. And I've been in and out of it after that for a while until I really found my reasons to stick with plant-based. But I've always had a passion for healthy eating because even when I was young, it returned me to how I knew we're supposed to feel in our core, which is we're supposed to feel good. That is the joy of life. We are supposed to feel incredible in our bodies. Most people have no idea how incredible our bodies were designed to feel. So I highly recommend doing whatever you got to do to eat healthier in your life. Get a blender, get a juicer. I love the Vitamix and the Nama, but there's so many out there. And start making more food at home. Incorporate a lot of greens if you're doing plant-based, a lot of grains and legumes and My favorite advice on this podcast was from Kimberly Snyder many years ago. She said, if you're plant-based, there's no need to be cutting out any one specific food group. So people will say to me, oh my God, do you eat legumes? Do you eat this? Do you eat that? And like I said, different seasons for different things. But yes, I love my plant-based life because it's given me freedom in all areas of food. And it's given me not only food freedom, but it's given me my life back. And for a while, postpartum, I have to be honest with you guys, I was not eating well. I have been on the clean eating train as a diehard for years because it makes me feel so good. But postpartum, I was craving just the junkiest, not good for you foods. And I can attest, this started to take a toll on me. Like one meal's not going to take a toll. Two meals, two weeks. Like if you're eating clean and then you're derailed for a while, two, three weeks is still not going to take a toll. But after months, oh my God, it was not good for me. And I suddenly realized I was no longer my highest self. And I've been working really hard to feel good again. And it's amazing. And like I said, I love making food at home. It has enhanced my life in all of the best ways. And along with plant-based diet, I also put on there colonics and overall wellness enemas. I'm into all of these things and they're all on my list. And check them out if any of them pique your interest. I also love sauna, cryotherapy, cold plunge. Oh my God, Jonathan and I have been doing sauna and cold plunge dates 
and nothing will make you feel more high on life. Nothing will make you feel more caffeinated with no caffeine. And if you don't have access to a cold plunge, you can also start your day with a cold shower. I don't necessarily do that, but I hear the best things about it. Number seven. Now we're getting into Abraham Hicks and the law of attraction. So if you haven't heard of Abraham Hicks, Abraham is an entity that is channeled by the lovely Esther Hicks. And they were one of the OG channels. Esther Hicks is an inspirational speaker, channel, and author. She's written nine books. And she basically brought the law of attraction mainstream, as well as she was in the film The Secret. She's 74 years old now. She is my idol. So if I can manifest anyone on this podcast, number one, Esther Hicks, please. My favorite book by Esther and Abraham is Ask and It Is Given. That one truly changed me to my core. It's simple. All these books I'm talking about are simple. There's nothing complicated or complex about them. So they talk a lot about the law of attraction, which is everything else that we're talking about here in this podcast, where your focus goes, energy flows. And this is where I really learned how to not manifest what you don't want in your life. So for example, I'll say that someone wants to lose weight, but they're trying to manifest and meditate on losing weight. I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to overeat. I don't want to stay in this cycle. And what happens then is we accidentally draw to us what we're saying we don't want because the law of attraction and the universe only knows to draw to us what we're focusing on. So law of attraction and Abraham Hicks reminds us to focus on what we do want. So, and talk about it like it's already happened, i.e. I am at my ideal weight. I function in the world at my happiest, healthiest level. I am the highest version of myself. I am light. I am carefree. I am abundant. I am joy. I eat foods that make me feel good. I sit with my food. I enjoy my food. I don't rush through my meals. I chew my food. We do a lot of this in my celestial lifestyle program as well, which you can find on my website where we have eating meditations. But this is about everything. I talked about weight because it just came to me. Anything and everything, career, love, anything you're manifesting in your life, the law of attraction is such that it's already yours. So you got to think about it as you are a physical extension of that which is non physical. You're here in this body because you chose to be here. The basis of your life is freedom, the purpose of your life is joy. You are a creator, you're the creator of your every thought. The universe adores you, it knows your intentions relax into your natural well-being because all is well. You cannot die your everlasting life. You are an eternal soul. You may appropriately depart your body without illness or pain. I mean, these are just some of what I've learned from Abraham Hicks. And I'm sensing a theme. I didn't even realize how thematic this entire episode was, but clearly this is the purpose of my life. This mindset work is the purpose and my inspiration for everything. So let's get into number eight, supplements and finding a routine that works for you with your health. So I have an incredible Chinese medicine doctor. She has me on a whole host of Chinese herbs, and this is what has helped me heal. This is what helped me get pregnant. This is how I cleanse parasites from my body. This is how I maintain my health. So I highly recommend finding a holistic practitioner in your area, either a Chinese medicine doctor, a functional medicine doctor an alternative medicine doctor, someone who's open-minded. And if your regular physician is open-minded, amazing. But I have to be honest with you guys, and this is an honest episode, top 
resources that have changed my life, finding doctors who are actually in the business of studying what's cutting edge, what's up and coming, what's new, what's not necessarily taught in medical school. But I love these doctors who are so passionate that they study day in, day out anyway. So open-minded is where it's at. We love doctors. We love medicine when needed. But alternative medicine is what turned my life around. People who are integrative and open. So that is number eight. Number nine, listening to podcasts outside of my usual comfort zone. So lately, as inspired by Kenzie, my dear friend, who you guys often hear on the podcast, I've been listening to Ed Milet. He is a game changer for me. So he's it's like a business peak performance podcast, but they also talk about spiritual things. We've had many crossover guests like Gabby Bernstein. And he also just, he's interesting himself. So I try to seek out his solo episodes and episodes where he's really sharing a lot of his life too. He has blown me away and I've learned so much from him. I also love Joe Rogan for this. He goes deep dive conversations for three hours and you can learn so much about a subject. I know he changed his podcast name many years ago, but back in the day, it was called Joe Rogan Questions Everything, if I'm correct. And I love that he truly questions everything. So lately, rather than popping on all of the usual spiritual wellness podcasts that are hosted by my friends in the space, I've been challenging myself to get outside of my comfort zone. Ed Milet, Joe Rogan are high up there. I also love the Huberman Lab podcast and his episode about why alcohol is not good for us as someone who hasn't drank alcohol in five years, really solidified. I will never be drinking again. So highly recommend that podcast too. Number 10, we are on number 10, all things Michael Singer. So Michael Singer, aside from Louise Hay and Abraham Hicks, is my go-to spiritual teacher. He wrote The Untethered Soul and The Surrender Experiment. I read The Untethered Soul in Bali on a solo trip many years ago. And this is where I learned that we are not our thoughts. We are actually at the seat of our thoughts. And again, we have control over them. And he, I just love this book because it's, it's truly a journey of the soul. It's an inward journey. And he is incredible. So The Surrender Experiment is the story of his life. It's how he actually lived his life and surrendered and then surrendered some more. But this book is all about human nature. He explores human identity, shows how the development of consciousness can enable us all to dwell in the present moment and achieve happiness. And this has just changed my life. It is spiritual magic for the soul. Everybody from my dad to my spiritual friends, to my non-spiritual friends, to my successful CEO friends, everybody loves this book. Michael Singer is the vibe and I highly recommend it. And now I'm going to do number 11. I told you, but this is the final one. I told you I wouldn't stick to 10. This is an honorable mention. And there are three books in number 11. The first is The War of Art and the Artist's Journey by Stephen Pressfield. I might be the last person on the planet who read these books, but I recently read them and or reread them. And blew my mind. He talks about the resistance monster and how resistance is something that every artist deals with and every creative person on this earth deals with. We resist what our soul is most deeply calling for in this life. So for me, it's writing these books and I will find every way to procrastinate, to tell myself it's not a good time. I told myself for almost 10 years, it wasn't a good time. 
I have Lyme disease. I'm sick. I don't have enough energy. I have a baby now. I have a newborn. I want to be a present mom. I'm a podcaster. It takes up so much of my time. All of this is the resistance monster getting in our way. There's another book by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. And you can call it whatever you want. Resistance, darkness, the devil is a strong word, but we talk about it all in this way because it gets to all of us. And honestly, we got to stop battling it and we got to live in the light. We got to overcome the darkness, the resistance and live in the light. And the final honorable mention book is How to Break Up with Your Friends by Erin Falconer. And it's not necessarily a book about breaking up with your friends. That is one of the chapter titles. But I freaking loved this book because I learned something for the first time, which is that you're not supposed to have 30 best friends. (laughs) And I have a lot of close friends. They're all very important to me. But something I've learned later in life is quality over quantity. And not just that, but there's only so much energy to go around. And I prided myself for a long time on the quantity of people in my life. But as she explained in her book, if you have more than, I don't know, the number five to seven best friends, then are you really anybody's best friend? Could you really drop anything at the drop of a pin for someone if they needed you, if you have that many people in your life? And this is something I've really been incorporating into my life lately. And it's also helping me set better boundaries because I'm notorious for not having the best boundaries and for kind of letting people walk all over me. And this is not in a woe is me kind of way. This is really expansive for me to realize I can pick and choose where my emotional energy gets to be spent. And it's no longer going in the direction of people who are not reciprocating or anything that doesn't feel 100% right. So I really want to have her on the podcast soon. And I think it's a really timely topic. I think a lot of people around my age, I'm 31, almost 32, are wrestling with this, the friendship thing, and how to really best use your time when it's spread so thin between friends, family, work, passions, exercise, self-care, all the things. So that's how I wanted to close out this episode because we talked a lot about mindset, a lot about spirituality, astrology, books, podcasts, resources. But if we're not able to have boundaries with the people in our life, then we got nothing. So I really wanted to say that last because I feel like that was the proper place for it. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this solo episode. It was a really fun one for me to do. If you like these, I'm happy to do them more often. It's easy for me to throw together. And it's also all the topics that I'm so passionate about. Please let me know on Instagram what you want to hear more on in regards to all of these specific topics. And also please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you get a chance and email me jordan at thebalancebond.com and I can send you a free version of my Soul on Fire yoga ebook. Thank you guys so much for being here and cannot wait to talk next week. And I hope that you got to know me a little bit better in this episode and I hope that it brought you some value to your life. Okay, love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.